Hey everyone, uh, welcome to another NLCC podcast. This is number two, and uh, my name is Corey Alsett. I am the worship pastor at Northland Community Church, and I'm sitting here with Matthew Price, who actually mentioned... You mentioned last time that I said North Langley Community Church quite a few times. <laughs> yeah, just wait for it. Corey will say the full name of our church. See, now I'm not going like to. Like probably 25 times not in this happen. podcast. Not going to happen. And we are still at his messy desk. If anyone is wondering, <laughs> did he take the <laughs> copper tone off his desk? No, he did Marilyn not. Marilyn Enns was quite, dis- she, she felt badly for me. She said in the last podcast, she was like, oh, I felt bad. I think Matthew's making fun of you. And I'm like... Oh, he was. Yeah, he totally was. <laughs> Marilyn yeah. does not need to feel bad. No, she doesn't need to feel Corey bad. Corey needs to clean his desk. Oh, see? Wow. Uh, okay, so everyone, welcome here. Um, we are, uh, yeah, we're in very unique times right now. And so today, uh, Matthew is going to be uh, chatting uh, a little bit about what does it mean to be apprenticed to Jesus in the midst of a pandemic in the midst of these crazy times that we're in right now. That's right. Like so much has changed so quickly. And Mm -hmm. just thinking about where we were at, even like three days ago, I just think of decisions that our family was trying to make or even decisions as an office team and things are moving so quickly. And I'm sure anyone listening to this is like feeling the same thing, like whether it's work or family, um, church, like things have just changed so quickly. And so we are hoping this podcast will just be a little, uh, maybe a little part of the journey in mm-hmm. terms of staying connected as a church. And, but uh, I was wondering yeah. how the pandemic has influenced the Allstead home. Yeah, totally. Well, it's just, I think it feels like for so many of us, but probably all of us, there is, it's just, it's such uncharted territory, right? So you're mm-hmm. like every there with, with so many different questions that come up, you're like, Oh shoot. Right. Well, what's the normal thing to do here? Like do, is it, you know, no one, we, we, you know, you hear a lot of stuff on social media about, oh, don't go and like stock up on toilet paper because that's, you know, you're being selfish or people aren't, you know, it's, it's not going to be a big deal. And so anyway, so we're like a normal family and have had to try to figure that out. How do we be responsible, but not, not given to panic and fear. And um, can I ask how much toilet paper you <laughs> bought? Uh, we we limited to a dozen, uh, a dozen bags of, of toilet paper. Just kidding. <laughs> can you imagine? No, uh, sorry. I shouldn't. Maybe there's some people out there that actually bought a dozen bags of toilet paper bags, packages. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, uh, no, I don't know. I you're on your own here. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's because you're not on social media yet. Although Matthew, I think you have a big announcement, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be coming back on Facebook. Oh, my goodness. I think we are all so excited about that. After seven years of not being on Facebook, I'm coming back. Yeah, you are. That's good. Okay, sorry. I'll answer it. So we're doing fine. Uh, Max, uh, our, our middle son, is um, he is still at Trinity in dorms. I think he's going to be moving home There's uh, in, in the next day or two, which is good. Uh, we've been kind of wanting him to move home, but he is our extroverted child who's like, no, I'm having a great time here. And we're like, well, that's great. However, you know, there's this thing. <laughs> uh, anyway, so he's coming home. Isaac uh, lives at home, and so he's been at home. Ruby, uh, of course, for Ruby, she's graduating this year, which is kind of sad. I'm sure there's many parents out there that have uh, grade 12 kids, and so she's like, ah, oh, totally. she got her dress and everything, and so it's so grad's going to be canceled. Um, well, I mean, almost for sure. Uh, school, of course, is canceled. So, yeah, it's just trying to figure out what's the new normal now and what, what does day-to-day life look like when you're, totally. you're kind of at home. So, But we're doing okay. Uh, oh, and you're probably wondering about Billy and Sully. Our two dogs, uh, they're fine. <laughs> I was as well. totally they're, wondering. They're about weathering dogs. the storm quite well. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, good. <laughs> Billy is 
gained a bit of weight. Uh, I don't think she'd mind me sharing that, but she's overall, she's doing okay. Hmm. Can a dog get coronavirus? <laughs> I don't think, I know we wondered about that because there's a lot of like close, you know, proximity playing between those two. So hmm. yeah, hope not. How about you, Matthew? Well, How's the Price uh, family? Yeah, we were, well, we were actually, plan- we had planned a trip to California. So after the oh, yeah. Loved series, mm-hmm. um, and it was just a really full season after those eight weeks, um, we were planning to go to California and we actually had breakfast with Minnie and friends, Mickey Mouse and oh, Minnie Mouse and yeah, friends yeah. planned with my, my parents were going to fly out from Oklahoma and we oh. were going to hang out at Disneyland for a few days and then go see Tanya's family in Palm Springs. But it all got canceled. So our kids were, yeah. were devastated, hmm. but they got new bunk beds. Oh, so that's, that's a good thing. That's not a bad uh, <laughs> consolation prize. Well, I, I really wanted to have this podcast uh, just for us to have a little dialogue on on apprenticeship to Jesus during mm-hmm. a pandemic. And um, <clears throat> I, I just wanted to highlight a few things that I, I think are really helpful. Not that I have lived, I haven't lived through a pandemic before mm-hmm. in, in this in this type of way. And so a lot of this is so new, but these are a few thoughts that I'd love to share with, with our church family, with anyone who's listening. Um, things that I think are helpful to be processing um, mm-hmm. as we live in a very anxious time. So. Um, one of the first things I wanted to, ju- I just want to jump in here with is, is we're hearing a lot of this from from Christian leaders. Um, uh, a lot of Christians are sharing this message, but it's just simply do not fear. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this is is accurate, but um, we often hear that you know do not fear is mentioned 365 times in the Bible, and that's mm-hmm. one for every day of the year. And that that God's message to many of us, and you actually think of the Christmas story, it's often do not fear, mm-hmm. do not fear. And and I think <coughs> a, 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 an important thing to remember during our very anxious times is that God is on the throne. Um, Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. Uh, we have the hope of Easter, right? We're going to celebrate this in a few weeks. We're resurrection people. Um, we have the hope of new creation as well, just... We think of Revelation 21, 22, um, when Jesus says, behold, I'm making all things new. And we can anchor uh, in this time of anxiety. Let's anchor our hope in the king who's on the throne. Um, and there was a really special moment. I've, I've shared this um, at North Langley uh, preaching one week, but just a verse that has meant a lot to me this year was jo- is Joshua 1.9. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And uh, I was prayed that. Uh, I, I prayed uh, that scripture with a guy named Jeremy Jennings at Holy Trinity Brompton when I was there for mm-hmm. an Alpha conference. And it was just a, just a powerful word for me for this year. It was back in October. And I've just seen time and time again how God is teaching me not to fear and teaching me not to be discouraged. Um, and and it, starting off lightly, like I remember feeling very unprepared for the prayer series, but mm-hmm. I, I but Joshua 1.9 continued to come to mind. Okay, do not be discouraged. Do not be afraid. Then uh, when the love series came, I just thought, okay, do not be discouraged. Do not be afraid. But then I thought, okay, this is, I, it's, it's like I've been prepared for, for this season, right? Mm, Where right. church is now completely, it's just so different. Like we're, we're thinking uh, in completely different categories now with what it means to do church or to be the church. Mm-hmm. And so I, I just, that sense, and I just want to share it. Um, I just want to read it again. Have I not commanded you be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. 
That's so cool. Yeah, it's and it's interesting. I think the the other thing when I think about that, the, all the different commands in Scripture to like do not fear, don't be afraid. Um, it makes me also take comfort in the fact that it's almost like the the presupposition is that you you probably are a little afraid and you yeah. probably are feeling fearful. And it's like there's something comforting about knowing that God understands us, right? And through Jesus, we know that He He's acquainted with our weaknesses. He's acquainted with our our temptations, our you know, our probably our proclivity towards fear. Yeah. And so there's kind of like there's a comfort in that as well that He understands us, and He's saying to us, "Hey, don't be afraid. I'm I'm with you through this, right? I'm walking with you through whatever it is you're facing." That's right. And mm-hmm. and you can think th- those words were given to Joshua, and you just imagine the people of Israel and and uh, the Jericho story and just feeling like this was this was a task that was beyond them. It was too big. It was too much. Mm. And and yet God is saying, do not fear. And those walls come down. And yeah, yeah. it's just a beautiful, a beautiful picture of God's presence with his people. So yeah, totally. Okay. So the second thing I'd love to share, um, and, and again, I, I've, I've heard multiple people, uh, you know, talking about this already, which I love is just uh, during a pandemic, uh, we have the opportunity to be apprenticed to Jesus in in how we love our neighbors, and you know, I I think there's kind of two two areas I want to talk about when it comes to loving our neighbors. The first is loving loving our neighbors by giving people space and actually participating um, in all the things the government is asking us to do. So, uh, whenever I, I sense in my own heart, like a pushback to what the government's saying, it's like, really, we can't work together. Really, I've got to keep my distance or Mm -hmm. whatever. I think maybe we as apprentices of Jesus can actually flip that around and go, actually, we want to be leading as Christians in our love for neighbors by, by giving, uh, by by following what the government is asking, mm-hmm. by doing our best to 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 practice um, uh, good social distancing, yeah, yeah, um, right. and and uh, and to to look at churches the way churches operate and to say actually churches were leading the way mm-hmm. uh, because because of our love for the vulnerable, and I love what uh, Issa Macaulay. Uh, in an op-ed for the New York Times wrote, he's an assistant professor of New Testament at Wheaton, um, but he wrote this. This is just a couple days ago. Um, he said, it is possible that strangely enough, the absence of the church will be a great testimony to the presence of God in our care for our neighbors. Hmm. So he's saying, you know, when the church seems to be absent, when the church is actually, you know, stopping at services or stopping things, it's actually showing Christians actually care about the vulnerable. And they right. don't, Christians don't want to be part of passing along this, this sickness. And so it's actually a great way to care for our neighbors. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of, you know, to be honest, I kind of cringe. I've just seen a couple, very few, but a couple instances where, you know, you just see someone who, maybe the temptation sometimes for Christians is to almost over-spiritualize something and say, like, forget it, we're not going to worry about, we're not going to worry about the virus, we're still going to meet, and we're still going to, you know, and and I'm always like, ah, oh, I don't think that you're, yeah, like you say, I don't think you're actually loving your neighbor in the way that that you're being called to, right? Like, actually, the best thing to do, if we actually care about people's, not only their souls, but their bodies and the and their everything about who they are. It's like, well, we're gonna we're gonna actually take this quite seriously, and we're gonna say, hey, we're let's uh, let's hold off and let's let's keep our distance, but let's find other ways of loving, you know, loving our neighbor besides, you know, this is one way we can do it, but we also want to be able to find new and creative ways of demonstrating kind of tangible love. Absolutely, yeah. and 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 those new and creative ways. Um, are going to be things that we're going to experiment with as a church. Mm-hmm. And so I guess that's the second thing I want to say when it comes to loving our neighbors is um, like, we're ready to do this. And so our mm-hmm. staff team at the church, we're, um, there's a, uh, if you, if 
if, if you're listening to this, you can go to nlcc.ca. Um, there's a link there. Let us know how we can help. Give us a call at the office. Yeah. Send us emails. Get mm-hmm. in contact with us. Um, we would love to be um, a church that is actively caring for our neighborhood and those around us and, uh, <coughs> and actively praying for those around us. Mm-hmm. Um, I would also like to point out that... Uh, my co-host here is coughing a lot. <laughs> we are practicing a good distance good, Yeah, we got at like least a meter and a half. At least a meter, but he is coughing. So it's, tell us just about so, that cough. <laughs> this cough has been with me for the last like two months. So just so we're all clear, I do three months maybe. I don't have, I don't have, well, to my to my knowledge, I don't have coronavirus. I, we've been quite careful, but but I do have this cough. I know, seriously, and you're out in public and like, when have you ever, when have you ever thought about coughing in public? You know, now I, every time I do, I'm always like, I get these looks from people and I'm like, no, 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 just don't worry. It's, it's, I've had this for a long, but you can't. Yeah. And then you're all of a sudden you're super defensive and it's, yeah. So uh-huh. no, don't fear. I don't have, to my best of my knowledge, I don't. Although watch, sorry, no, I won't. I was going to say watch in three weeks. It'll be like, oh, he did. No, he oh, won't. Great. Should I take that out? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> take that well, out. I'll take it out later. Edit it later. Yeah. Um, Okay, so so first of all, do not fear. Secondly, this is a, a beautiful chance to love our neighbors. But third, um, and this is really what I, I want to spend a little bit of time here, um, is is the focus on this opportunity. What a unique opportunity to be formed by Jesus, hmm. to be shaped by Jesus. And uh, you know, this is a this is a moment where anxiety and screen time is taking up a huge amount of our day. Right. Just think about how much of your day you're, you spend on your phone, checking the Internet, checking, you know, global CTV, CBC for latest updates on on the news, um, texting, communicating mm-hmm. with all of our family and, and, and networks and and then how much anxiety people have, you know, totally. and and we're just struggling with with this anxiety. And I I thought, wow, the next number of weeks are going to be an opportunity for us to be shaped by Jesus. And the question I think an apprentice of Jesus asks is if Jesus were here right now in this moment living through this pandemic, how would he live his life? Hmm. How would he be that non-anxious presence in someone's life? Like how would he um, interact with people and and uh practice good, you know, um, social distancing. And, and, and so those are some of the questions I had, but I, I believe it would all start with a deep rooted, uh, prayer life, life of scripture, like in the word. And so I'd like to just chat a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Um, because the reality is we've got a lot of extra time. I was thinking in my life, three to five nights a week, I have something going on with North Langley and yeah. that is not the case anymore. Right. And so what do we do with all this extra time? Um, Just curious, what, what do those three to five nights look like, Matthew? I think people would be kind of curious to know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. Well, we all of a sudden have a 5 p.m. Sunday night service. True. That's true. So yeah. that's one of those evenings. That's right. Um, Tuesday night, I get to hang out with a bunch of amazing guys. Hmm. There's about, you know, 14, 15 of us total nice. um, guys in a, in a Bible study. Yeah. And Wednesday night is uh, Alpha. Alpha, yeah. And then or uh, Alfalfa, as it used to be called. <laughs> Just kidding. Sorry, go on now. It's a bad joke. <laughs> um, and then, uh, and then Thursday nights, just once a month, we have a we have an elder meeting. Right. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Once True enough. Month. Yeah. So kind of depends on the week. But. Okay. Is alfalfa actually a bad joke? No. Okay. Good. <laughs> okay. I suddenly was like, what is alfalfa? What is what does it actually mean? <laughs> alfalfa, I think, is a. Is it kind of like a plant or something? It's like a plant. Right. So it has nothing to do with alfalfa. <laughs> okay. Sorry, you just lost. I think it's also twenty six seconds. Okay, okay. Here we go. Moving on. Yeah, sorry. All right, so... But no uh, longer. You don't have any of that anymore. Like no, in terms of yeah, our current reality, yeah. Totally. Those three to five 
things are, are kind of, uh, you know, we might try to meet with the Bible study guys through, through, uh, online, but, yep. um, a lot of those things have ended. So, so here's a first big one. I would really encourage us to grow in our heart for prayer. Uh, when you look back on these weeks and months, will you and I be able to say that we grew in our life uh, of prayer? Hmm. Um, you know, I think, I think this is a massive opportunity to continue to practice the thing, the things we learned in the fall, um, in our series on our knees, when it comes to prayer, um, what would it look like for us to walk through the Lord's prayer every morning personally and to use it like those, like that, that idea of scales, right? The blue scales or piano scales and just going, you take that, you just practice that. And then you just learn to pray, go Mm. deeper. And what does it mean to say our father in heaven? What does it mean to say, uh, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth, uh, deliver us from evil, mm. you know, all it just give us today our daily bread as you walk through those um, and just spend some time praying through those, uh, what those phrases mean um, as Jesus teaches us to pray. Um, you know, Luke 11, 1, uh, we looked at in the fall, Lord, teach us to pray. I, I would hope that that would be the desire um, of many of us during this during this pandemic, that we'd say we've got extra time at home uh, and ex- probably extra time alone. Uh, uh, not always the case in a family with young kids, but mm-hmm. but but crafting that time alone uh, with with Jesus. And I really um, just loved uh, Pete Grieg uh, in his book How to Pray from Holy Trinity um, has just a great little line, and we look through it in the fall. But it's it's from. It's from Matthew chapter 6 when Jesus teaches us to pray. But Pete Grieg writes this. He says, find a quiet place, then keep it simple, keep it honest, and keep it going. Hmm, He says that's how you develop a prayer life. Find a quiet place, then keep it simple, keep it honest, and keep it going. I like that. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, Very cool. And and the the beginning of that is find a quiet place, which many of us would just say that's totally impossible. a, because we're going to be cooped up in our homes during this pandemic, but B, because we're just distracted. And if mm-hmm. you think about it, think about the distraction that our iPhone is, uh, even though it just came out in 2007, you know, unless we're 12 or 13 years old, we can remember life without an iPhone, hmm. but it is quickly becoming ancient history. Um, at any moment, we can be texting, checking our email, reading the news, uh, checking the latest COVID-19 update listening to the most recent This Cultural Moment podcast, which is an amazing podcast, mm-hmm. uh, facing FaceTiming my parents in Oklahoma, like all of it you can do in within, you know, an hour. You're doing all of those things. And it's beautiful and it's wonderful. We live in a, a great age, mm-hmm. but it yeah. is very distracting. And I'm just hoping uh, just, well, I would encourage us as we're following Jesus to to practice moments where we actually Put put the screens down for a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, limiting social media. Um, thinking about how many times you're checking the news totally, uh, every day. Yeah. Um, maybe saying, "Hey, I choose to check the the news once, twice, maybe hmm. appropriate times." Um, and and I, I I guess I would encourage us to develop a rhythm if we're going to be mostly at home in the in the, in the next number of weeks. How can we develop a rhythm of, of not being addicted to our screens, putting them down, and uh, finding a quiet place to pray? Totally, yeah. It could be. I mean, it's funny how there's there's always, this is how the Lord seems to work, but he just takes, yeah, he tends to bring beauty out of ashes, right? And we and we see that. And this could be one of the beautiful things that comes out of this is, is like you're saying, actually finding 
finding a new rhythm and actually recovering some of these sacred things that maybe maybe have gotten lost in the shuffle right recently and I just went with Isaac to um, on a little retreat recently, uh, which yeah. I told you about. And we were like, but even that, I was like, and it was in the middle of when things were going a little crazy here. So uh, at, in terms of BC and so, but I found it, it's so true that, that your iPhone and social media and the news and, and actually mostly all like really good things actually. But, but when good things become distracting things and, and of course, ultimate things, that's when they cross the line into sort of unhealthy, right? Or, or becoming yeah. sinful, right? And so for me, it was like, it wasn't like it was necessarily that, but I, I remember just being so drawn to be, oh, I wonder what, I wonder what's going on now. Or I wonder what, yeah, what's on the news now? Yeah, what's the latest thing? And yeah. and here I'm supposed to be having this silent retreat and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm just going to double check what's going on back home and just with everything happening and, and whatever. Sometimes you have to do that, but it was, but it's true it, that those, the technology and our access to so much can easily become unhealthy for us, right? Where we're just totally. like, oh, we, we ignore anything happening in in terms of the interior of our life and we're just paying attention so much to what's happening on the exterior that's right yeah and 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 scripture goes with that so i'd love to say something about scripture um when when we look back on these weeks and months will we be able to say that we grew in our love of scripture so not just prayer but but god's word as well um and i thought it would be if, if someone's listening to this and they're kind of new to reading scripture or they haven't found like a scripture reading program that they enjoy or that's helpful, I would encourage um, uh, all of us to, to, to continue on in, in what we call life journaling. We as a mm-hmm. church um, uh, practice life journaling and, and we read through all of the Old Testament once uh, in, in a matter of two years. Uh, the, we go through the Psalms four times and we go through the New Testament twice. Uh, and Pastor Tim has put together um, just just a, a life journaling plan, and if anyone's interested, um, he is during this time. Um, he's going to be hosting uh, some some classes or some opportunities to life journal together. Mm. And how cool! Like our, live online. Live online. Yeah. 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 And how cool if our whole church were reading the same scripture passages together. Mm-hmm. Imagine these next three months, we're all together reading the same chapters every day and sharing uh, the things we're reading uh, online with each other. And, you know, today it was uh, Hosea chapter 6, Psalm 132, and Acts chapter 19. Hmm. And just how, how great would it be just to hear people's thoughts on Hosea 6, which is so beautiful, or Psalm 132 or Acts 19, and we're, we're practicing this discipline together, each of us reading early in the morning, reading God's word, and then reflecting on it. Um, I think it'd just be beautiful. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Do you know, uh, offhand, you might not know, know this offhand, but like uh, where, do we, where would we find... So if people that don't have physical copies of like the life journaling, I know we have booklets, but like, is there, is there a place online that people can go to find what, like, what is the current passage? I know we're going to post that, but where would we find that? Yeah, there's a PDF on our website. So you can just go to our website and look up the life journaling and, and there's a PDF that you can find and just go to the appropriate day and we're on uh, year number two. Okay. So you can go to year number two and then uh, head to, to March, whatever. Good. And uh, check it out. That's great. So, so prayer scripture and then uh the the third that goes with this is just silence Hmm. uh, before god and listening to him so again how can you slow down how can i slow down during this during this highly anxious time and spend time listening to the father Hmm. um you know blaise pascal said it this way he said all of humanity's problems stem from our inability to sit quietly in a room alone Hmm. 
<laughs> thought great. a lot about that, and I thought that's so true. Um, you know, Jesus did it. Jesus carved out the time. You know, Mark one thirty five, very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, went off to a solitary place where he prayed. I love that, and we want to pray the way Jesus prayed, finding that quiet place and beginning to sense God's grace in that space. So I think I would just say prayer, scripture, silence, listening to God's voice. Mm. Um, that is going to anchor us during a pandemic. And totally. uh, and what would it look like for you not even to look at your cell phone um, until eight in the morning, right? But right. spend that time in the, you know, 6 a.m., 6.30, 7 a.m., whenever, <coughs> whenever you're up and moving about and have made a coffee or tea and, you know, just don't even look at your phone and just spend, spend some time with the Lord mm. um, listening to him. It's amazing. You think about Pascal, like what, he was 17th century? Was that when he was around? Something like that. It was long. But you're thinking, and he is saying that then. Yeah. <laughs> and now, like now it feels like, however, you know, 10 times as hard, right, to sit in a room alone quietly without any distractions right and it's like wow that's that sounds like an ancient truth that we should pay attention to but but totally. boy challenging right yeah that's, that's really good yeah cool yeah what would he be distracted with like yeah exactly <laughs> that's right he's he wasn't on facebook i don't think no how long has facebook been around no definitely not that long <laughs> but it's true i think and even if we're if we believe that if god has a still small voice right which we have some evidence for in scripture like you think if he's not like a you know, I remember someone saying, God's God's a gentleman, right? He's not going to kick down your door. No. Um, but if he's waiting patiently, it's like, man, some, sometimes actually I'd prefer the kicking down the door because I'm like, you know, maybe God does that in different ways. But but it's like, yeah, it's too easy to be like, oh, I've got, I've got so many other things yeah. that I can do now, especially now, right? I can. I yeah. Can, yeah. And, and if anyone, you know, is listening to this, yeah. <laughs> if anyone chooses to listen to this. <laughs> five of you that are listening. And has, yeah. has made it this far. I would just say, you know, it's probably easy to put in a podcast and just listen to it. Mm. Um, but I would encourage you to, to after this podcast or tomorrow morning, just to like. <laughs> Not right now, but after the podcast. Yeah, after the yeah. podcast. But yeah. <laughs> no, but just to, li- just to spend time with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And totally. I just think this would be such a beautiful time. Yeah, that's great. Uh, it keep, it'll keep us grounded for sure. Like it'll keep us as the church grounded in 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 hope and the hope we have in in Him. Um, I just want to share a few final thoughts, um, and these are kind of random. Really, I've just said what I really wanted to say about being an apprentice of Jesus. But um, but after we think about not fearing God, you know, not fearing God, uh, not fearing uh, and trusting God, as we think of loving our neighbor and as we think of being formed by Jesus, some final little thoughts here. Uh, kind of go along with some of them. And so, first of all, I just think the quality and quantity time with those we live with Hmm. is a big opportunity here. Um, You know, some of us might be fearing cabin fever, right? We've got little kids. They're going to be with us. School shut down. How long, how how much are we going to be able to take being together as a family in a house? Or maybe you're with a roommate, you know, um, and you and your roommate are going to all of a sudden have a lot of time yeah, together yeah, or right. whatever. And, and I think like, how could we actually flip that around and embrace it and to say, what an opportunity um, to really get to know my roommate and hmm. to maybe reconcile a friendship or um, invest in their life uh, when it comes to a spouse, um, an opportunity to talk, to spend time together, not just to go immediately to Netflix, but to right. actually spend some time saying, hey, let's, let's just get to know each other in mm-hmm. a deeper way. Uh, spending time with kids, um, 
who are home and how can we go, Hey, this could be a divine opportunity to really say, remember that time as kids are growing up, they're like, remember that time we were cooped up together in the house? Totally. This yeah, was yeah. amazing time where I got to know my dad in a better way, in a deeper way, or my mom. Um, and so I just thought about not just quality time, but the quantity Definitely, time yeah. together and what an opportunity we have. Totally. It's, I remember someone tell me, I don't, I don't remember if I read this or someone told me that, like, I think it used to be that you'd hear like, well, make sure it's quality time with their kids, quality time, quality time, which of course is super important. But I remember it was someone once said, you know, quantity really matters as well. You know, totally. if you can, and I know that obviously everyone has different schedules and sometimes our work schedules don't allow for it as much as we'd like, but, um, but quantity is so important. And yeah, you're right. We have this opportunity now, which might be, <laughs> you know, for depending on your, how, you know, how old your kids are, it could be like obviously draining and everything else. But man, I think it's true. Like looking back on, like my kids are a little older now, but looking back, I'm like, I'm glad that we had some moments of quantity time where it was like, where there's just a lot of time spent that might've felt boring or it might've felt like, well, we didn't really do that much, but we were together. I think that really matters. Just having, totally. just having each other present with each other, you know, being present to one another. It's, it's a good thing. Yeah. Absolutely. And I, I was just thinking of things we can do together, obviously being safe about the whole thing and keeping our distance, but walking outside in creation. Um, in what way does God want to speak to us um, as we look at the mountains, as we enjoy his creation, especially these days where it's sunny, you know, and just beautiful, getting outside, staying healthy, um, enjoying God's creation. Could this be a time where we slow down and enjoy God? and his beautiful artwork around us outside. Um, I also thought about enjoying worship music. Um, you know, one of the <coughs> things we do in the Price Home is we crank up the, the, the worship music and just mm-hmm. it, and, and to let it fill the house. Um, yeah. It's a great way for those, if someone's listening and feeling anxious, like how can you just continue to think of, of, of worship music? Um, and have that on during the day. It's a reminder of God's goodness in our life. Totally. And I just, uh, you'll see this on Facebook, Matthew, but I just posted um, uh, a playlist just, and there's, there's tons of playlists out there. It's not hard to find, but if you are, if you, if you don't know where to find something, go on, go on our Facebook thing and you'll see, I added a little, basically worship, it's called worship for troubled times. And it's, Mm. um, yeah, it's on Spotify, but I was thinking, oh, I could also make one in Apple music. They're really easy to find. If you just do a search, you'll find great playlists of, of good worship music and yeah I'm like you I like that yeah did you, did you put uh, Chris Tomlin's give us clean hands <laughs> that, was, that was a joke Ron Weeb Ron Weeb if you're out there a little shout oh, out did he already he make made, that he joke made that joke yeah oh. that's right Matt although you made that you made that joke a couple weeks ago when we were talking yeah. you were saying I should do that <laughs> and said, it just feels a little too soon Matthew right yeah. what about shake another hand <laughs> shake another hand shake a hand next to you shaking is, is that, that a worship song I don't even know if it's like a worship tune yeah it has the word Singing, ah, la, 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 hallelujah. <laughs> Does that make it a worship tune? Yeah, hallelujah. That's Hall- praise the Lord. I think it's hallelujah. There's no H. Silent H. It's hallelujah. <laughs> no, it's, no, it's ah, la, 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 isn't it? It's ah. There's it's no H. Ha, la, 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 no, la. <laughs> no. Why did your voice just change? Okay, that's good. Yeah, um, I don't know if we ever, that was Salty. Wasn't that Salty and Friends? No. No, it well, couldn't have been because Salty was a book without hands. <laughs> he couldn't have done it even if he wanted to. I think it had hands. Salty? Yeah. I don't remember. Didn't you have little silent white hands? Pee. Yeah, silent pee. <laughs> so, little hands. Yeah, yeah, right. Very disproportionate hands, <laughs> if I remember now. Someone should Google whether Salty had hands. Right. Yeah, that's probably easily found out. Okay. Anyway, we are scraping the bottom of the barrel here. Yeah. But um, I would just say, a, 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 you know, quality, quantity time, walking in creation, enjoying worship music. And then I just would say accountability. Um, uh, you know, sometimes when we're cooped up, a home alone, some of the 
old temptations can arise. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we immediately think of like pornography or, or temptations around media because we're around screens, we're home, we've got time on our hands, that kind of thing. But, um, and, and that is a real thing for, for many. Um, and, uh, but I also just think of, uh, you know, some of the things that come out in, in relational conflict, right. And kind of like old ways of arguing or ways in which we're kind of, um, annoyed with each other and, and things like that, 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 that can kind of rise up when we, when we have cabin fever, when we're around, you know, people for a while. And so I would just say, who, who are you accountable to? Who are you talking to? Um, you know, could this, could you take a first step maybe in, in, in asking someone to, to kind of, um, walk with you? Um, you know, not necessarily accountability partner, that's just kind of sin based, but actually saying, join an apprentice group and say that, Hey, a couple of us, two, three, four of us are going to walk together. Um, we're, we're walking with each other. We're, uh, sharing things we're learning. We're praying for each other. Mm -hmm. So it could be a really beautiful time to, to grow in community. And that's one of the things that I think from what we understand, as far as the whole being safe is like going for walks, at a bit of a distance, or like, you know, whatever, being obvious about a meter and a half or whatever it is apart. Yeah, you can totally do that. I was also going to say, like, and this might be a fun time to, like, I, as you know, I really like the app Voxer. Voxer is an app that I use maybe too much, but I, I just love it because you can communicate with friends and you and I have, have used it and I've used it with other friends, um, both for work as well as just, like, checking in. And it's like, uh, anyway, it's called Voxer. It's, a, it's like a they call it like a walkie-talkie app, but it's not really walkie-talkie. It's just it's basically voice memos. You're leaving voice memos for each other, and and you can talk back and forth. Especially again in in the current situation, right, where you can't yeah. necessarily get together uh, unless you're going for a walk somewhere. Um, it's a nice way to keep in touch. I do it with a number of friends, and it's it's actually been a great a great tool. That's great. Yeah. So here at the end, I just want to say crafting discipline, crafting some kind of rhythm for you where you're going to grow closer with the Lord is so important. Eugene Peterson says this from his book, Under the Unpredictable Plant. He said, without discipline, we are at the mercy of glands and weather and indigestion, and there's no mercy in any of them, right? So he's just saying craft a life of discipline, um, and it will just allow us to, you know, we're not trying to earn God's love. That's not what this is about, but we're just going, when we discipline our lives to be in the word, cultivating a life of prayer, um, practicing silence and solitude, um, I think we're going to grow closer to the Lord um, mm -hmm. during this time. So uh, I would just say, just as a final encouragement, stay tuned uh, online. We're going to try to be uh, ramping up North Langley's online presence in the coming days, uh, you know, live streaming Sundays at 10 a.m. We're hoping to have a Wednesday night uh, prayer night weekly, uh, life journaling with uh, Pastor Tim, uh, a possible book study as well. And so it's all in the works. So uh, I'm looking forward to being on this journey with, with everyone who's listening, with our whole church family as we weather these next few weeks and months together. Totally. Yeah. Thanks for, for listening in, uh, the, the four of you that are still with us. <laughs> um, yeah, we hope that uh, you I think they all... all stopped listening when you talked about alfalfa. <laughs> no, that's probably when they started really listening. That's when they started leaning in. Uh, anyways, yeah. God bless you guys. Uh, we love you, and uh, we hope that you are all well. Stay safe. Stay safe.